This is a timely arrival. Episode 1, A Formal Invitation. January 14th, 2072. To the Lady Margaret Gwendolyn Pinklebottom. Dearest dear, my name is Alistair Philip Edwards. You may not have heard of me, for I have long kept a private life, but I descend from the Edwards family, the finest lineage of North American scientists and entrepreneurs. I am extending this invitation to you so that you may join me on an exclusive coalition of like-minded individuals to fulfill your destiny to shape the future of the world. I welcome you and your guests to stay in my summer estate in New Hampshire, where you shall dine, enjoy leisurely activities, and be the first to have an opportunity to invest in a technology that will undoubtedly change the world the way the internet changed our ancestors' world nearly a century ago. I eagerly await your arrival. Yours truly, Alastair Philip Edwards. Would you like another ginger tonic, ma'am? Oh, heavens no, dear! My butler handles such affairs, so to protect me from speaking to commoners. Charles, would you be so kind as to order me another ginger tonic tea with extra lemons and a sprinkled dash of honey? Right away, Lady Pinklebottom. Uh, here, here, chap. One ginger tonic tea with extra lemons, and would you be so kind as to include a cucumber slice that is fashioned in the shape of a crescent moon, so to avoid the seeds? She hates the seeds. And do take care to limit the number of ice cubes. We are from Europe and don't care to enjoy beverages at a refreshing temperature. Oh, oh, yes, sir, of course. A and for you, can I offer you a look at our happy hour menu? I'm afraid not. Oh, don't be so preposterous! Oh, Charles, these Americans are so funny thinking you may drink. What? Uh, he's clearly old enough to have a beer. Oh, he's my butler, dear boy. They are strictly forbidden from consuming alcohol whilst their employer is undergoing a trial of sobriety. Lady Pinklebottom, you are speaking to a commoner. You must not know the details of your personal life. Oh, right. Thank you, Charles. Please tell the commoner I forbid you from drinking libations. Uh, the esteemed Lady Pinklebottom would like me to inform you, sir, that I am indeed her butler, and that I may not drink. Good day, sir. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> well, um, here you go. One ginger tonic tea. <laughs> oh, what a strange people these Americans are, Charles. Indeed, madam. Oh, he's so... busy. This Edwards fellow serves tea at the appropriate hour, I should hope. At his summer estate, how crude of him to invite us in April. I dare say I hope it's warm in New Hampshire. Hmm. I shall make a formal request that arrangements be made for your comfort, madam. Excellent. Ah, the Atlantic. What a journey it must have been to cross on the open sea. A difficult journey indeed, madam. 
Yes, Charles. Trapped on a vessel with all nature of refugees and criminals. <laughs> For weeks at a time, a month. Unimaginable. And to fly across the sea? <laughs> Don't take me for a fool. I'm not some new money nitwit with a private plane. The Pinglebottom family always travels in style on the rails. Why can't I see the ocean now, Charles? We are currently underneath it, madam. This is the transatlantic rail system that your father helped build in the 2050s. Ah, is that why I don't see any fish when I look out the window? Yes, that's correct, madam. My father was a fool, then. He should have had them add fish in these tunnels. Uh, naturally, madam. I shall file a complaint with the management at once. No, no, Charles, I will let this go. We've almost arrived, and I don't feel the need to trouble these poor Americans. Apparently, if one loses its job, they lose their entire health care. Hmm, what a strange and barbaric society. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your conductor speaking. We have just crossed the International Divide to North America. Please be advised that guests under the age of 21 may no longer consume alcoholic beverages, but may now purchase firearms, which are now for sale in car 2A as an amendment. This train will not be making a transfer stop and will instead proceed to our final destination of Boston, Massachusetts. We thank you for choosing Transatlantica and we welcome you to the United States. Oh, unbelievable. I've never seen anything like this. Ah. So, the tank on the left is normal speed, and then the one in front of us is accelerated? Whoa, look at it. Dandelions already grow fast, but this, this is like watching a time lapse. <laughs> it's like microwaving it to grow up. Oh, I'm so pleased to witness your excitement, Dr. Peabody. This is a GATCH, as we're calling it, a Growth Accelerator Capsule Habitat. It is Mr. Edwards' favorite new technology that's been developed right here at the New Hampshire estate. Hi, ah, so did uh, Mr. Edwards spearhead the project? Mr. Edwards is... more of the conductor. And the scientists, why, they are the musicians. Mr. Edwards has a brilliant mind for science, but I'd say he always puts his talents towards finding the best talent. <laughs> and honestly, I'm not sure if he wanted me to let you in on the secret so soon, but that's why he reached out to you, Professor. He's hoping to have a prototype ready this fall with vertebrates. Your expertise in biology would be of invaluable assistance. Oh my, what a vision! Why, you could go from egg to roaster in just minutes! Why, yes, if only we had the technology to clean up after them. As quickly as things grow in these capsules, so too does the <clears throat> environmental hazards around them. Fish tanks, for example, need routine cleaning, and that's its own challenge for things that move. And that's why, for now, we only grow plants in these labs. Well, soon we'll be saying plants move too, if we can watch them grow that fast. Wow, I never imagined I'd see this in my lifetime, let alone my career. Well, Professor Peabody, I do suppose you might soon be finding yourself as part of history. 
Oh, I can't wait to speak with Mr. Edwards myself about what we could accomplish with our partnership. I can tell you, Professor, the feeling is mutual. Mr. Edwards has barely been able to contain himself over the past few weeks. Why, today, everything will finally come together, he said. Oh, the research grant was approved? I thought it was rejected for the, uh, uh, well, they said something about anomalies in Mr. Edwards' family history. I presume that was the board's way of expressing they'd prefer to award a project led by someone with more academic publications rather than private charitable interests. Mr. Edwards seldom takes credit for his own involvement in scientific matters. Just the same as, for example, you never remember the names of the producers of your favorite Hollywood blockbusters. Oh, I see. But then how is he going to raise the capital? Oh, we found support from a different sponsor from the European aristocracy. She should arrive just before dinner. May I take you back up to the garden? We're expecting an awful thunderstorm just before dinner. I'd hate for you to miss it. Oh, please. I was eager to evaluate the health of some of the plants that were grown in your uh, accelerator capsule. Y you don't mind if I take notes for my research, do you? Hmm. Be our guest. Ah, there's something so splendid about being in an American automobile, isn't there, Charles? Driving on the wrong side of the road and hearing the roar of an engine. <laughs> Tell the chauffeur I was quite pleased with his performance on the highway. Oh, oh my! Charles, did you see that? A gun store? Look at the size of that thing! For what, might I inquire, would you need a weapon like that for? Storming the Bastillions? Oh, pish posh, I say. It sounds incredibly dangerous to allow anyone and everyone to just pick up firearms and shoot them wherever they damn well please. Oh, what a country. So unbelievably barbaric and dangerous. I want to shoot one. <clears throat> so far. Whereupon might Lady Pinklebottom engage in the shooting of firearms? Uh, New Hampshire? Yeah, yeah, anywhere you can find a tree. Really? Yeah, there's plenty of ranges, though, if you don't have your own space. Oh, most excellent, Charles. Find me a gun range at once. Or better yet, see if Mr. Edwards can arrange for it. <laughs> ah, it looks like we've just arrived. Where are his servants? Oh, bloody hell, have the chauffeur unlock this door at once. I know it's unladylike, but I can't be bothered to wait for someone to open it for me. I've been crammed indoors for long enough. Oh, the fresh air. Oh, yes, that's wonderful. Oh, look at the furry woodland creatures scaring about. Hello, hello there, hello. <laughs> Charles, did you check the weather? Heavens, it looks like we should expect a downpour any minute. I told you it is best not to fly here. With these clouds, I feel just as safe letting a bat fly our plane here. <clears throat> a good evening, Lady Pinklebottom. Welcome to New Hampshire. Oh, you must be James. How wonderful to meet you. Oh, you're so young and tall and dashing. Look at your adorable red vest and golden buttons. 
Hmm, I should dress my butler up more like you. That brown vest is looking rather plain on you, Charles. Um, come, James, greet me with a kiss. Mwah, mwah, mwah. <laughs> oh, your cheeks are so bony. Have you not eaten? What a lovely mustache you have, my dear. All right, then, I guess I'll uh, get these bags out of the trunk for you. Uh, thank you. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> uh, very well. I believe it's customary to tip in America. Uh, yeah, maybe like uh, 30%. Ah, right. Mm -hmm. I knew that. I was just testing you. Oh, uh, I mean 60%. Don't push it, old boy. Tally-ho. May I... Uh, assist you with your luggage, Lady Pinklebottom. Oh, heavens no! My butler will handle it. <clears throat> Good evening. Why, I insist. I insist. I insist. I insist. I formally insist. Ah. Well played. Very well, then. Oh, what a dreadful downpour! Hurry now with my luggage! Why, of course, madam, if the gentleman would be so kind as to allow me to assist. I am her butler. Why, you know, Charles, it's also customary to tip butlers in America. Really? How much, pray tell? Forty percent! <clears throat> My dear, I am most appreciative of your fine, kind offer, but I'm afraid we aren't prepared to part with such a significant portion of the company yet. We are starting to gain international interests, you see, and everyone must have their fair share of the pie. Yes. I've specifically told the Silicon Valley investors to butt out of this. In fact, they still think it's just a virtual reality project. But I assure you, this will be much, much more than that. You have to see for yourself, and I guarantee you, even a 7% share will still allow you to more than double your investment. Thank you, James. Ah, uh, yes, uh, why don't we each meditate on it over dinner, and I'll call you back at a later time. Yes, yes, thank you. I certainly will. Same to you, my dear. Have her meet me in the foyer, James. And let's hope Margaret Picklebottom has more reasonable expectations. Oh, just in time to beat the weather inside. Oh, James, you're so efficient with the luggage. Uh, why, I am at your service, madam. Hm, <laughs> at your service. Ah, hello, my dear. May I introduce you to Mr. Alistair Philip Edwards III? Mr. Edwards, I present Lady Margaret Gwendolyn Pinklebottom. Oh, my dear, you are ever so stunning as you are radiant. Mwah, mwah. Oh, you flatter me, Miss Edwards. Hmm, I am so overjoyed to have you join us. I have so appreciate your hospitality, sir. I've brought you a housewarming gift. Charles! 
<clears throat> yes, Cabernet de la Monsieur, aged 190 years. Ah, yes, my sincerest thank you, Lady Pinklebottom. Will you join me in my study whilst we wait for dinner? Oh, yes, maybe we could open the wine? <laughs> hmm, no thank you. I do not drink wine. Shall I fetch you a glass, Lady Pinklebottom? Thank you, James. I declare my sobriety period over immediately. At your service. Come, come, my dear. Uh, Sir James, a word, please. Yes? Might I remind you, kind sir, that my family has been in the service of the Pinklebottom family for generations. I am her butler. And I am at her service. If you're not going to leave a tip, Charles, perhaps at least a five-star Yelp review. <laughs> ah, Professor Peabody. Our guest from across the pond has just arrived. Allow me to introduce you to Lady Margaret Gwendolyn Pinklebottom of the English aristocracy. Lady Pinklebottom, this is Dr. Thaddeus Peabody II, Professor of Biology at the University of Minnesota. Oh, hello! Such a pleasure to meet you! Ah, yes, the pleasure is all mine, darling. I must say, you look so deliciously adorable in your little bow tie and glasses, like a fully grown Harry Potter with a receding hairline. <laughs> I don't know how the ladies can resist you. Well, uh, thank you. I, I guess my wife scares them off. <laughs> oh, does she, my dear? That's wonderful. She must be so lucky to have such a beautiful husband. Wine, madam? Oh, yes, James. Right on time. Thank you. Professor Peabody? Well, uh... uh oh, all right. Why not? <laughs> uh, a toast? Uh, Mr. Edwards? Please, please. Drink the wine. Without me. James, would you fix me a gin and tonic? Right away, sir. Please, make yourselves at home. Ah, so how was your journey here? I was informed that you were traveling subterraneously, Lady Pinklebottom. Or should I say, sub-oceanically? Oh, it was the most wonderful adventure! Fine dining and the finest oyster bar with rare specimens! Ha, oh, you don't say! Oh, yes. Some of the oysters were endangered species. I only travel first class so that I can sample them. Ah, <laughs> oh, I wish I had known you had such exquisite taste in shellfish, Lady Pinklebottom. Oh, yes, and I would be ever be so eager to sample any local specimens. Well, New England is known for its shellfish, but out here you're more likely to find game, like the wildfowl we'll be having for dinner tonight. Oh, I'm no stranger to a good hunt, Mr. Edwards. My father took me falconing in the countryside when I was but a little girl, but I've never shot a real gun before. 
Ah, I'll have to show you my personal collection. Why, when the weather clears, we could have a shot at some sporting clays. Cool, that sounds wonderful. I haven't even gone shooting since the Boy Scouts. Uh, here is your gin and tonic, sir. Thank you, James. Is it just me, or is it feeling a bit drafty in here? James, would you build a fire? Of course. I shall fetch some logs from the basement at once. Oh, well, while you're doing that, I, I might excuse myself to the, uh, the gentleman's room. I'll show you to it, Professor. Well, uh, thank you, but uh, I, I, I know where it is. <laughs> Better hurry with the fire. Don't want to keep a lady cold. <laughs> well, just gonna sneak past you there. I told you it was a good idea to take the logs inside the cellar, James. Well, Miss Roslyn, know it all bland, Shay. I do believe this will not be the first time I've taken your advice. And seeing that you've been promoted to housekeeping manager, I don't suppose it will be the last either. That's right, James. Music to my ears. <laughs> Miss Blanchet, you, you weren't... You, you're not... You weren't... You weren't smoking in here, were you? Look outside, James. It's raining cats and dogs out there. Where else am I supposed to go? There's a designated smoking area in the servants' quarters. You know that, you designated it. Yeah, but that British guy was making a real fuss about it. Who, Charles? <laughs> oh, bless his British little heart. He wouldn't let my girls organize the ladies' luggage because he likes them organized a certain way or something. <sighs> Why am I not surprised? Uh-oh. Speaking of surprises... Why, hello? Who goes there? Please reveal yourself. Professor Peabody? Oh, uh, whoop, I didn't see you there. I was just uh, looking for the washroom. It's upstairs. Yes, I was under the impression that you already knew the location of it, Professor. Yeah, well, uh, you know, uh, Lady Pinklebottom beat me to it. <laughs> Ladies first, you know, uh, <laughs> you don't mind if I, uh, use the one down here, do ya? I, I don't want to disturb any of, uh, Mr. Edwards' guests upstairs because, you know, uh, well, um, earlier I uh, might have eaten something that, uh, didn't exactly, uh, agree with my stomach. Oh, why, of course, Professor. Forgive me for inquiring too deeply into your personal matters. Be our guest. May I provide you with any sort of uh, medicinal relief? Oh, no thank you. I I'll, I'll just be a moment. Uh, no need to wait for me. <laughs> I know dinner's coming up. Very well, Professor. Ugh. Why doesn't Edwards invest in a gas fire? <laughs> you want a hand with those, honey? Thank you kindly, Miss Blanchet, but what kind of butler would I be if I accepted help in serving? We're a team, James. We help each other out. Listen, I know you're loyal to Mr. Edwards because he pays your salary, but at the end of the day, nobody's gonna have your back like your co-workers do. Why, thank you, Miss Blanchet. I do appreciate your support in these difficult times. So just remember, 
Mr. Edwards doesn't have to know that you've been making yourself cups of coffee from his personal stash. He also doesn't have to know where I'm having my smoke breaks. Why, of course not. How could he know? Dunno, because I got a really great perfume. <laughs> All right, time for me to check on dinner. Now that that's out of the way, let's see if I can find what I'm really here for. Bingo! <laughs> ah, so this is the big project of Alistair Philip Edwards. <laughs> what a beautiful machine. Does she have a name? Hmm. Nope, and I don't see any signs for no duchies, so uh, in that case, I hope you don't mind if I take a few photographs for the gram. <laughs> Hashtag time traveler. <laughs> Whoa. What the? Oh, no, I didn't mean to hit that. Whoa. Whoa. I am pleased to announce that the fifth course is ready. Ah, wonderful Charles. I formally thank you. At your service. Charles! <laughs> More wine! At once, madam. Did somebody say wine? Oh, James! Make that two refills. A gin and tonic, sir. Oh yes, I am so enamored with your English recipe. I formally thank you, Charles. I am at your humblest service. I shall return with it promptly. As shall I. I'm at your humblest service. <laughs> Here's a tip, old boy. Be a better butler, and you can have the honor of serving dinner in your own house. Well, bless your Hot. At your service. At your service. Aren't you going to offer a freshly ground pepper or parmesan cheese? Oh my, you must be suffering for your want of peppers. Never mind, Charles. I shall return promptly. No parmesan cheese. Great Scott, I shall correct James's error immediately. Ah, don't trouble yourselves, gentlemen. Make sure the next course is ready. Lady Pinklebottom, allow me. Oh, thank you, my dear. I do admire your manicure, by the way. Ah, thank you, Lady Pinklebottom. Might you spare a moment tonight to decorate my fingernails? Yeah, of course. Call me any time. Butler? The gin. The tonic. Oh, I do declare. Charles, now you've really done it. If you don't stop meddling in, in my usual affairs and serving Mr. Edwards and his guests, I'm afraid Rosalind Blanchet will overtake us both. 
My dear sir, I do admire your dedication to your employer and to mine, but I regret to inform you that I still remain Lady Pinklebottom's butler, and it is my duty to serve her hosts, as is tradition in my native country. I would be quite pleased if you would kindly refrain from interfering from my affairs and serving them both. And I would advise your cohort, Miss Blanchet, to do the same. Well, my dear sir, I do regret to inform you that Miss Blanchet's position is technically above my own, though I do not report to her directly. Thus, I shall not be able to honor your request, and I shall counter-request that you refrain from interfering with my affairs in serving them both. And I will advise you that Miss Blanchet is aware that the honor to serve in the Edwards estate in this butler capacity is exclusively mine. Hmm. I acknowledge your counter-request, but regret to inform you that your assertion is incorrect. Respectfully, I formally insist that the honor is exclusively mine. Well played, sir, but you lack the authority to make such assertions of your own. She is not a butler. She is not of royal butler blood, and neither are you. Well, I certainly was not born a butler with a silver spoon in my mouth, but I sure as sin worked my tail off every day to become one. A silver spoon? You would accuse my family of feeding me with silver? I will now confirm that you did indeed hear that correctly, sir. I do not descend from a line of butler peasants. Our spoonage was made from gold. <laughs> Is that why you missed a spot on polishing Lady Pinklebaum's silver luggage handles? <gasps> you take that back immediately, good sir. Hmm, I think since you can't seem to do it properly, I'll polish them myself. <gasps> you wouldn't dare. Not only would I, I shall. Very well, then. I shall polish Mr. Edwards' shoes. Now hold on a minute. That is my favorite chore. Aha, then. Aha, indeed. Well, we have reached a mutual paralysis, then. Yes, I do declare this is a stalemate. Mm-hmm. Good day, sir. Hey, where's the next course? They're getting hungry while you two are here bickering. Uh, coming right up. Just moments away. Oh, what a lovely meal that was. Ah, my dear Lady Pinklebottom. I do so enjoy your company. And I yours, Mr. Edwards. Please, these formalities. Call me Alistair. Very well, Alistair. <laughs> Will the professor be joining us? Uh, he'll come when he's ready, I'm sure. You're not uh, concerned for his well-being? Of course not. What sort of trouble could he have possibly run into, my dear? Well, he's missed the meal already, and at this point I'm afraid he might not join us for dessert. Where in the name of Crumpets is he? Charles? His location is currently at large, madam. I just saw him on his way to the washroom whilst I was acquiring firewood from the basement. What was he doing out there? Lost on his way to the Louvre, was he? Why, yes. Hmm, how peculiar. Hmm, very suspicious indeed. 
for a butler not to show guests to the gentleman's room. Charles, the man refused any help. You know how professors are. Can't be bothered to ask for directions. Sir, if I do say so myself, it is rather strange that Professor Peabody has yet to join us. And that we commence to sup without him, Mr. Edwards. James, uh, a word in the kitchen, please. My dear James, have you noticed anything strange about Miss Blanchet? Why, no, sir. I think it's quite characteristic of her to assist in our dinner service when we have guests. Hmm. Is there something you're not telling me about, Miss Blanchet? No, sir. I see. I thought you might say that. Sir? Hmm, are, are these spring allergies uh, affecting your sense of smell, James? Ah, uh, why, yes, um, I regret to import that she was smoking cigarettes indoors, sir, uh, in the basement. Hmm, good. Sir, I, I thought you prohibited staff from smoking outside of non-designated smoking areas per amendment number. I do prohibit it. I asked as a test of loyalty. Hmm, now that you've passed, I can trust you to go and find him. Y yes sir uh, understood. James! I demand to know where Professor Peabody is at once! But we haven't had dessert yet. Charles, would you be so kind as to- WHERE IS HE GOING?! Just checking on something in the basement, madam. I shall return promptly. Ah, so it seems Professor Peabody has disappeared! Are you on your way to inform the American authorities? Now, now, dear, no need to- I traveled all the way across the cesspool of the Atlantic Ocean just to visit the house of a stranger in the middle of nowhere just to find that the only other guest has suddenly disappeared and the host doesn't even seem the slightest bit concerned. I am merely suggesting that while James conducts a rather brief inquiry as to the whereabouts of the missing professor, rather than stressing, <laughs> we keep the pleasantries as normal. There's nothing we can do to bring him back. At least, not at the present moment. Why don't we look for him? Or is your mansion haunted by ghosts and ghouls and zombies and all sorts of horrible experiments crawling about your basement that have no doubt attempted to devour the poor professor? Lady Pinklebottom, I assure you, the only ghosts in the mansion are the ones that I invent by the fireplace while I entertain my guests with ghost stories. Well, what about the zombie experiments hungrily roaming about in the walls? Hey! Don't talk about the kitchen staff like that. Oh, I can already hear the dreadful moaning. Charles, send for someone to purchase firearms at once. I shall require fully automatic weaponry with ample ammunition to dispatch of the zombies. If it would make you feel safer, Lady Pinklebottom, I can lend you my hunting rifles from upstairs. But I assure you, we won't be needing it to shoot the dandelions that we grow downstairs. Lions? Oh, an undead indoor safari. How delightful. Lady Pinklebottom, might I suggest that I accompany James on the initial search to assess the amount of danger? 
Of course not, you fool! You're my only butler! What if you have to outrun them? I'm afraid I would only have to outrun James in that scenario. Ah, very well. Assist away! But do return promptly so that I might be able to fire into a horde of hungry zombie lions. <laughs> I'm starting to grow quite fond of America and its savage healthcare experiment disasters. They must be wonderful to shoot at. <clears throat> I appreciate the gesture of assistance, but James knows the territory well enough to investigate on his own. Our efforts to double the search may help us find the missing professor. I do remind you that the task was assigned to me. I formally insist. <sighs> well played, British man. What are you trying to hide down there, Mr. Edwards? Nothing at all, madam. Very well. James, I trust you and Charles can figure out how to best divide the territory and conduct a thorough search. Yes, sir. I'll take care to warn him about any potential, uh, unpleasant smells and surprises. Oh, goody. I'd hate for my butler to catch fleas from your zombified lions. He was referring to the fertilizer we use to grow the dandelions, Lady Pinklebottom. Oh, pish posh. Very long now, Charles. I trust you'll either find the professor, or I shall finish dining and then embark on my first hunting journey. <laughs> the dessert, please. <coughs> Miss Blanchet. I thought you'd never ask for it. Well then, off we go. Uh, yes, excuse us. Here's your ice cream. Oh, I can't eat this rubbish! It's gone too bloody cold! If you'd be so kind to investigate the left, I'll check the other side. I'd rather stick by your side, sir. The two heads are better than one in these types of investigations, and I find the lack of lighting on the left side rather frightening. Well, I do formally apologize for the dim lighting of our basement area. I formally find your apology to be satisfactory. Well, I am quite pleased to be making progress with our friendship, my kind sir. I wouldn't get any ideas. Hmm, would you be so kind as to wait right there? I just need to use the lavatory. Of course. I would just request to use it afterwards. Ah, but I do believe you'll find a much more pleasant experience if you try the lavatories of the upstairs persuasion, my dear sir. If you're worried about unpleasant experiences, then I might formally request that I go first. A formal request? To use another butler's private lavatory? No, sir. I made the formal request, but I do not believe that this room you are about to enter is truly a lavatory. Well, well played. Oops, <laughs> what is that, a garage? Oh, is that a forklift? <gasps> Why is that uncovered? Oh, what a peculiar machine. Pray tell, what is it? I have no idea. I'm not supposed to know either. Nobody is. This is a, a top-secret project of sorts. In fact, I don't recall any other time I've ever seen it. Great Scott! Look! On the floor! Peabody Spectacles! And what's that? Oh, my great Idris Pecan Pie! I do believe that is a human finger wrapped around the lens! What happened to Professor Peabody? 
Will Lady Pinklebottom shoot zombie lions? Will these butlers ever get along? Find out next time on A Timely Arrival. A Timely Arrival is an original series written, produced, edited, and yes, even voiced by one man, Jason Hewitt. Hope you've enjoyed A Timely Arrival, and please feel free to stay tuned for the next episode.